So it's okay to make it their homework. But <laughs> the ears of the Indiana Senate are too delicate yeah. to hear what we're giving for freshmen as homework. Welcome back to the intersection of faith, family, and filmmaking. You're listening to Fearless with Mark and Amber. I'm your co-host, Amber Archer, and today we're going to share a recent interview we did at Bot Radio Network with Scott Kump in Fort Wayne, Indiana, where we share about our new movie, The Mind Polluters, and the grassroots efforts to repeal the obscenity exemptions in our state. Thank you for joining us today. Here's our recent interview. Pornography in our school libraries, even in the classrooms, dedicated to the same techniques used by sex traffickers to groom children for all kinds of unspeakable acts. Impossible, right? Not in America, right? Not in my rural Indiana community, right? Well, not so fast. I'm Scott Kump, and this week on Life and Faith Indiana, filmmakers Mark and Amber Archer of Fearless Features have joined me in the studio once again. You might recall when we talked about their film, Inwood Drive. Now they're back to talk about their most recent movie, The Mind Polluters. Welcome again, Amber and Mark. Oh, thanks for having having us, us Scott. So let's remind people, what is Fearless Features? Well, Fearless Features is a Christ-centered filmmaking ministry, and we're creating movies about the issues impacting our culture and society from a biblical perspective. So our mission is to educate, motivate, and inspire others to get involved in their communities. And so far, they've all been in a documentary format. Yes. Mm -hmm. Your last film... Inwood Drive had to do with the subject of abortion. And even though it's only one chapter in a long national fight, (laughs) and even though there were some dark moments addressed in that film, it had a happy ending. Right. (laughs) Fairly happy ending. I mean, the... Well, yeah, um, the closure of, yeah. of the fetal remains being yeah. buried, yes. Yeah, the main, and the main theme was about the you know shutting down of Dr. Klopper's abortion business in the Fort Wayne area. Mm-hmm. So it was a happy theme. This one, not so happy. Right. No, not so happy. And in fact, it ties into the last one with the abortion because we're talking about educating kids in a very graphic sexual way through this comprehensive sex ed. Well, it seems like the forces of darkness come for the kids in one form or another. Mm-hmm. Form or another. They either kill them off or they groom them for all this absurdity and obscenity. And so the mind polluters, in a nutshell, what is it? The mind polluters is about the graphic sexualization of our kids through the education system. And when we started down this path, uh, we were like everybody else who comes to see the film. We really didn't understand. We, we knew that there was some bad stuff in the school system, but we had no idea how bad it was and where it had all come from. Mm-hmm. And so over, uh, this film took us about 14 months. And there's a long process of reaction. Of, no, that can't, not re- Yeah. Are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah. And it just goes on and on and, and it gets worse and worse. Now, this actually started as a different project. Yeah, my interest in this started off with the story of the fight against pornography in the Fort Wayne area back in the 80s. And that's a story that will still become a film at some point. But I had had conversations with some people in regards to that story. And one of the people that I was talking to said, it's nice that you want to tell that story from back in the 80s, but what we really need here on the ground is something that tells people mm. what's going on now. Yep. And we thought about that and started looking into it, and we said, okay, we'll do the documentary first, and this is what we found. One of the things at the core of this is the material that 
as I said in my intro, it's in the school libraries, it's being used in the classroom, and if it were in any other context, it would be labeled as pornography, and people could even be arrested for exposing children to this. Yes, so that's what we call obscenity exemptions, and 43 states in the union actually have these obscenity. Including Indiana. Yes, including including Indiana. Indiana. And so, interestingly, we went to Nebraska to document their battle for overturning and repealing the obscenity exemption there. That is still in play. In Indiana, it got shut down on House floor? Senate floor. The Senate floor. And that's one of the things that you'll see some footage of the hearings uh, taking place Mm -hmm. in this film. It's called The Mind Polluters. By the way, uh, how do I find Fearless Features? You can um, visit fearlessfeatures.org and you will be able to get connected and see both films, Inwood Drive and The Mind Polluters. The film has been released. Yes. And you are currently looking for places to have screenings. You have various states across the country and other areas in Indiana that are having public screenings but not yet one in our Bot Radio Network Fort Wayne listening area, Allen County and the surrounding counties. Nothing yet. Yeah, right. Nothing yet. And it's actually, it's an exclusive release only with other organizations, nonprofits and organizations who are willing to partner with us to host a screening. You can do those in churches or other venues, anywhere where you can host a crowd and stream and project From a projector, you can screen this film. Um, There's no ticket sales. We're not charging licensing fees. We just need to educate people so that they understand what's at stake here with our kids. So if anybody is curious about that, wants to see the film, Mm -hmm. maybe wants to organize a screening, they need to get in touch with you. Right. You can visit fearlessfeatures.org and go to the Contact Us tab and send us an email and we'll be happy to get connected and see how we might be able to partner and work together to get this in your community. And we're recording this interview the last week of December, Mm -hmm. 2021. People will be hearing this sometime early in January of 2022. Mm -hmm. We'd like to think, hope that maybe by the time they're hearing this, there's been a screening scheduled in our area. But even if there has been, we can always do more. Can always do more, (laughs) more. So let's talk a little bit more about the film. We mentioned, okay, you have this material that's being used in the classrooms. It's kind of hard for me to ask because there's only so much you want to say mm-hmm. I mean, because, because of the graphic nature. What are the, some of the things that they're indoctrinating kids with? We're in this state of the mass media news cycle where it's really hard to ignore. And I think the Lord's timing is perfect with this film because I just give an example of what you see happening in Loudoun County schools in Virginia where the the parents are battling against the schools. And it's not just about critical race theory. It's comprehensive sex ed, critical race theory, and something called social emotional learning. And that that has been on the internet and in the news yeah. with, Everywhere. with battles with school boards mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. And yeah. what do parents know about educating their children? Exactly. Right. And, and what you're seeing is that the masks have really come off. And you the point that's made in the mind polluters by several of the cast members is that schools don't think that you as a parent have a right to know. They really believe that those are not your children. Once they come into that school, they belong to them and they can indoctrinate them however they want. And when parents push back and start to question, you see them get very defensive. And and we even uh, talked about on our podcast, we talked about a story down in Texas where for daring to question the school board, the school board 
The Red Rock Independent School District in Texas actually has its own police force, and they actually went and had two parents arrested, <laughs> yep. arrested for disrupting what they said was disrupting a school board meeting. Mm. And, and what you're seeing all across the nation, what you're seeing in Loudoun County, Virginia, right, where the, the school board is so corrupt, they're covering up sexual abuse that's being perpetrated and by... And they have their own enforcers. Right, they yeah. have their own enforcers. Yeah. And, the, and the sexual abuse in that case in particular is being committed by a teen who identifies as transgender. So he wears a skirt to school and then attacks girls in the bathroom and sexually assaults them. And so parents complaining about that right. get arrested. Right. right. Okay, so, I'm guessing and, the people who want to defund the police don't want to defund that particular branch. <laughs> right, right. So as that relates to the mind polluters, when you see things like that happening and you think as a parent or a grandparent, where, how in the world is something like this allowed to happen? How did we get to this point? That's the mind polluters. We take them through from the very beginning. How did this start and how bad is it? And even stories like that are nowhere near a full explanation of what is happening in our schools. And you mentioned these school board meetings, and we've talked about the hearings in the state house regarding this. This material is so obscene and so graphic, it is illegal for you to bring it in as evidence of what's going on. Yeah, they were actually told not to. Those who were coming, going to the state house to testify were told they couldn't read the material or how did they say it? They were told that they could not read the excerpts. All of the senators were given excerpts from homework assignments and library books as examples. And the people that came to testify were told, you can't read this during the Senate hearing. And the reason that they gave is because it's being live streamed and sometimes school classrooms will watch the sessions in progress. The schools that already have the right. material. Right. So it's okay to give it classrooms. As, so it's okay to make it their homework. But <laughs> the ears of the Indiana Senate are too delicate yeah. to hear what we're giving for freshmen as homework. And yeah. people testifying were making that point yes. of mm-hmm. this material that you won't even let me bring in because your ears are too sensitive is what's being given to right. us and, you know, mm-hmm. force fed to our children. Mm-hmm. And the contradictory nature of that seems to have been lost on those in power. It's quite staggering, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and even though it was shut down in the Indiana Senate, it's coming back again this year. Thankfully, there are already uh, Senate bills that are going to be reviewed soon Mm -hmm. as legislation starts. Let's talk about that obscenity exemption, because I don't think we've really defined that too well. Let me take you back in time to late 40s. A guy by the name of Alfred Kinsey, who oh, was a man. professor. Here we go again. Right? Yeah. <laughs> he was a professor at Indiana University. And and some listeners may remember when his book, Sexual Behavior in the Human Male, in 1947 and then 1953, Sexual Behavior in the Human Female, came out. And it kind of revolutionized everyone's thinking about how we actually are, right? Was credited with really starting the sexual revolution. In 1955, the American Law Institute revised what is known as the Model Penal Code, which is basically the template, the boilerplate for all of the states to kind of set, okay, here's our penal code for, you know, this is illegal and here's the penalty. And you see that all, all over. They'll, yeah. It worked in Texas, so we're going to take that as a boilerplate <laughs> and try it in Indiana, right? right. Yeah. 
And so 1955 is when this started. And over the next couple of decades, the revised model penal code went from state house to state house. And what it did was it reduced sentences and eliminated, decriminalized a lot of things that before that were highly illegal. Things like abortion and sodomy and incest and bestiality, all these Mm -hmm. things. So what part of that was this decriminalization of showing obscenity to minors through what's known as obscenity exemptions. And so in the legal terms, it's what's called a positive defense or affirmative defense. And so if you read the Indiana statute, it says these things are completely illegal And, you know, this is obscenity. This is how we define it. And if you're within 500 feet of a church or school and you show this kind of material to a minor, here's the penalty. Unless you're in the school. There's the exemption. You're exempt from these prosecution. It is a a defense if you are within the school, within the library. And that's how they've gotten away with this. Mm -hmm. And, And in Indiana, it's been like this since the late 70s. For those of you just joining us, I'm Scott Kump. I am speaking with filmmakers Mark and Amber Archer of Fearless Features. We're talking about their latest film, The Mind Polluters. If you are interested in seeing the film, if you're interested in having a public screening of the film in or around Fort Wayne, you need to contact them at fearlessfeatures.org. Okay, so we left off talking about this obscenity exemption that, okay, you can't show this pornographic material to children unless you're in a school building. So there is legislation coming up in the state house to repeal that obscenity exemption. Right. So it's SB 17, and that's material harmful to minors. It's what they tried last session, but it was shut down and defeated. So they promised, um, Senator Toms promised to come back in 2022 to challenge the obscenity exemptions and get them out of protect our kids in the school, basically. There's also another one, especially as we're dealing with all of this transgenderism, SB 34 is prohibiting the services relating to the care of minors. So basically it's prohibiting doctors from performing mutilation surgery yeah. on children who services are confused. Right. <laughs> so make sure that you're you're contacting your legislator and please support SB 17 and SB 34. So what are those bill numbers again and how can people get more information? Sure, it's SB 17 and SB 34. And if you visit iga.in.gov, that's the Indiana General Assembly and it's a 2022 session, you can look those bills up for yourself and read them and make sure to contact your senators as they are listed in those bills. Earlier, Mark, you mentioned Kinsey, who used immoral, illegal, and deceptive methods for his quote-unquote research Mm -hmm. and we base so much of what we assume about sex these days i mean society does about homosexuality about sex in general about family on his ludicrous claims you even talked about how they've adjusted the penal code largely through his efforts the film uh spends some time talking about Kinsey and kind of comes back to him. But we also heard from some experts on the other side, uh, at least one who just recently passed away, actually, before you finished the film. Right. So Dr. Judith Reisman was actually one of the first interviews that we did. And she spent 40 years of her career researching and exposing Kinsey and his fraudulent science for what it was. Yeah, you even have some segments, I think they were on the Phil Donahue program, where she was saying, here's what he said, here it is written, and people were 
blatantly saying, no, that's not what he said, or that's, yeah. We there check, is in print. We know? check those books out. We check both his um, sexual mm-hmm. behavior in the human male and sexual behavior in the human female. We check those out of our public library and looked at them for ourselves. I mean, yeah, everything, they're, they're, it's, they're he hard, documents everything. They're hard to believe. I would challenge listeners to go to your public library and get sexual behavior in the human male and look up table 34 and understand what the data is that you're looking at. And it will start to unravel things because the whole notion, all of this comprehensive sex ed and everything that we have been taught to believe, even about things like abortion, transgenderism, all this stuff, it all comes from this belief, this mantra that was put into society's mind overall that children are sexual from birth. Children are sexual from birth. Where did this come from? It came from Kinsey and his fraudulent research How did he get this? Well, to start off, Kinsey was a pedophile. So he wanted the data to say that children are sexual from birth and you're not actually molesting them. It shouldn't be wrong because they're actually sexual from birth and they want it. That was his mantra. And so he put it into print and he was highly funded. In fact, Kinsey was the one that basically inspired Hugh Hefner to start Playboy magazine. Mm. And on and on it went. And again, coming back to the point I brought this up a couple times, you actually mention in the film that the methods that they're using in the classroom to desensitize children to this extreme sexual behavior is the same thing that sex traffickers use with their victims. Yeah. Yeah, in fact, so one of the other really fascinating interviews in the film is a man by the name of Craig Sawyer. And Craig is a veteran combat Navy SEAL. Mm -hmm. Uh, SEAL Team 6 was a sniper. And after he got out of the SEALs, he was a defense contractor. And then he describes a conversation he had with a friend of his who's in the CIA who started telling him about how bad the sex trafficking is just in one area in north, the northern part of Houston. And when Craig realized what was going on, he wanted to get involved and help rescue children out of the sex trafficking. So he founded an organization called Veterans for Child Rescue. And when we talked to Craig, what he's describing as grooming techniques that Mm. traffickers use on children is identical to what a woman by the name of Monica Klein, who also in the film, who's also in the film, Mm -hmm. she worked as a Planned Parenthood comprehensive sex educator when she was the one who would go into the schools and teach this stuff. And then she came to Christ and realized what she was doing. But as she describes what they do in the classroom and as Craig describes what traffickers do, it's identical. The Mm. grooming techniques are the same. It's just the only thing that's different is the setting. One of the things we talked about was the efforts to get rid of these obscenity, basically these exemptions to schools to show Mm -hmm. pornographic material to children. And we mentioned in 2021, this was defeated in the Republican controlled legislature. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you can't just assume, oh, I've got it. So-and-so, we've got this party in control or this or that is going to make sure that things go the way we want. You have to be diligent in talking to your representatives and your senators 
and tell them this is what we want. And that's the thing that we hear most is, especially from our representatives, we actually have one of our uh, former Indiana state representatives, Christy Stutzman, who's in the Mm, film. Yes. But that's the thing that she had said to us. What happens is your legislators usually only hear from one side. So those of us who are really passionate about helping save and protect our children and our families and our way of life and our values, we need to be vocal and we need to be calling our representatives because they're really only hearing from those who don't believe what we believe. And so they just think that we don't care. And so we're not actually giving ourselves a voice if we just sit and we're quiet. And this current fight we're talking about, Mm -hmm. most of the battles are taking place at the state or local level. Absolutely. Well, I can tell you what's happening nationally. There's an organization who is in direct contact with the Biden administration. It's called the um, National Sex Ed Standards. You can look it up yourself. Mm. And what they are trying to get nationalized in all of the states in the union, it's horrific. Mm. I mean, and it continues to push the transgenderism and the LGBTQ agenda. I mean, it's really bad. Aren't you happy that the federal government has so much control over local education? Well, they actually, the the Biden administration actually took away funding for the abstinence programs. I'm not surprised. (laughs) So so there's that little tidbit. (laughs) Yes. You have footage of the hearings Mm -hmm. in the state house, as we mentioned. And one of the most clever parts of the film was you were playing somebody from the Library Association, his blatant, you know, this material is not in our libraries. At the same time, we're watching video footage of Amber walking into his library and picking up the books that he says are not in there. Right. And leafing through them. But you had to blur. That's another thing. There's so many parts of this film where you had to blur stuff out because it's stuff that shows children doing. Yeah. 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 It's child pornography. It's in cartoon form. In that case in particular, it's interesting because if you listen to what he's saying, he's talking about, well, we have all these digital filters and you can't access it electronically. And and so as he's talking about, we have all these electronic filters. And that's why they don't support repealing the exemption. Right. As he's he's describing, well, we've got all these gates over here, but but you've left the main gate wide open. You know, as you see Amber literally walk into his library and there's this book called It's Perfectly Normal, which is in basically every public library and many school libraries in the children's section. If you want to have your eyes opened, you can go to any public library and look this book up and go check it out Mm. and you'll be shocked. And this is being used as instructional material. In some states it is. In many states, many school systems. I'm Scott Kump, talking a couple minutes more with Mark and Amber Archer of Fearless Features, talking about their latest film, The Mind Polluters. And, you know, the things you're hearing from us are shocking. That's only the beginning of what you're hearing in the film. And the film itself could only cover so much. Right. I mean, I'm sure you had you could have made this five, six, seven hours long if you yeah. wanted. It's still only been scratching oh, the surface. Yeah, there was one section where somebody was addressing. I think it was a school board and actually reading yes. some of the material. Mm-hmm. And we need to be be clear. This is all age groups too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we're talking pre-K through twelve is where where the comprehensive sex ed. You know, and and it was interesting because I sat in. Um, the National Sex Ed Standards. So they did they did a revision. And I actually listened into one of their, during the COVID shutdown, they had a big Zoom conference mm-hmm. call. And I tuned in, I listened to it. Because, you know, I always, obviously we're still researching during yeah. this phase. 
And one of the things that really jumped out at me at the beginning was one of the women who helped craft these national sex ed standards. She said, we have to get to the children earlier and earlier before their values become less mutable. So they're trying so to many mute. things in that one statement. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you, you understand what's happening. I mean, they're really trying to suppress Christian values, anything Christian, but not only that, just decency. Yeah. Get to the children. That just gives me chills. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the film covers a lot. There's comprehensive sex ed, transgender movement, the obscenity exemptions and the legislative process, the grooming links between child sex trafficking and classroom curricula and material. We've got social emotional learning that it talks about. There's data mining and surveys. We haven't Mm -hmm. even touched on that. The graphic fictional books in the libraries, clash of worldview and the role of the church and family. Mm. So there's a lot to cover in an hour and 45 minutes. (laughs) Yeah. And again, we've only talked about a fraction of that material. Mm -hmm. People really need to, if you care about children at all, watch this film. Mm -hmm. If you care about what's happening to the education system, watch this film and encourage other people to watch it. Try to get a screening in our area. Right. Or if you have to be from another area and you have to be hearing this wherever you live, try to get a screening. Uh, yeah, talk ask to your, your church. church. Talk yeah. to a local organization. There are pro-family organizations in Indiana and elsewhere. Talk to them and get them on board. Talk to whoever you can about this. But again, the film is The Mind Polluters from Mark and Amber Archer of Fearless Features. And again, how do I learn more? Sure, you can visit our website, fearlessfeatures.org, and you can just click on films and you can see Inwood Drive and The Mind Polluters there. So go to The Mind Polluters and you can contact us through our website. You also have a podcast. Oh, yes, we do. uh, Mm -hmm. And you talk about your films and a lot of other issues in there. So Mm -hmm. that's another way to stay informed. You can also check out their previous film, Inwood Drive. That's all on the website. It's all on the website, but uh, we just need to get that information out there. Mm -hmm. Again, my guests today have been Mark and Amber Archer of Fearless Features. Always a pleasure to have the two of you here. Thank Thank you, you. Scott. And it's a pleasure to be with you and all your listeners. Well, thanks for sticking around to the end. As always, you can learn more about our filmmaking ministry, Fearless Features, by visiting fearlessfeatures.org. It's also a great place for you to make that one-time or monthly donation to help us continue making movies about the issues impacting our society and culture from a biblical perspective. Have a great week, friends. We'll talk to you again next Tuesday. Mm